This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Do you feel like you're stuck and you don't know what to believe? You're in a relationship with another person. You don't really know what is true. You're not really sure what is happening even in the relationship. Sometimes you might think this is a loving relationship. This is connected. Like he keeps saying that he loves me. It's been something that we've developed over time. We were soulmates. We kept growing together, but it doesn't actually feel that way. Today, I want to talk to you about this aspect called cognitive dissonance. And we see this a lot in narcissistic and abusive relationships. Part of the reason why I come to you and talk to you about this stuff is because I am a narcissist. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. Trying to help educate people of what narcissism is and what it looks like in real life. So many times people have a education or a knowledge of it, but they don't actually see it in real life. They don't see it in person to understand what it actually is. And as a result, we started to build raw motivations, the Cray of the Narc app, and also your guide in the Escape Toxicity Challenge to start breaking free of, are you a narcissist? Are you dealing with a narcissist? Are you dealing with reactive abuse? Like what is actually going on in that confusing aspect of cognitive dissonance to help get you free? So go to escapetoxicity.com today. Just check that out there. If you're new here, please subscribe, hit like, hit subscribe, hit the notifications so you can get notified when we drop new videos. When we're talking about this aspect of cognitive dissonance, it is a very confusing idea, topic, and thought that's happening because it's meant to leave you confused and stuck in this awkward limbo land. Like it feels like you end up feeling crazy and you feel this piece of anxiety and stress and walking on eggshells rise up more and more and more in your relationship, but you're like, I thought we were in love. This cognitive dissonance is this aspect of having this mental discomfort of holding two conflicting values and beliefs. And this idea of holding like two opposing thoughts of what do I actually believe? Do I believe this version or do I believe this version? Because when you're with a narcissist, they're normally trying to give you a skewed version of reality. They do that by the gaslighting, the love bombing, and the future faking where they try to distort your reality so you believe something that's completely different. So when you're in a narcissistic relationship and you're stuck in this awkward limbo land of cognitive dissonance, you're not sure what do you actually believe. Do you believe the abuse piece or do you believe it's just a struggling relationship? Do you believe that there's toxicity there or do you believe that it's just a communication problem? And this leads to more confusion over and over and over. I want you to consider this idea of holding two opposing thoughts at the same time. Now, it could be you go to a store and you're getting ready to check out and you notice something that you've been looking for for a good while, like maybe a sweater that you really like or a jacket or a dress or whatever it might be. And you're like, that is something I really want. But you know in the budget, you don't have enough money. You'll have enough money in like a month and you're like, maybe I can just float it. Maybe I can make it work. And you're stuck in that moment with a small like limbo land of like, do I buy it now? Do I wait a month and have the money and then it's not there? Like, what do I actually do? That's a tiny example of what cognitive dissonance is, but we magnify it a million times when you're with a toxic person. 
Because when you're with a toxic person, those two opposing thoughts are a little bit more detrimental to you than just getting an item on his rack. Instead, these are things that are actually promoting this level of anxiety and stress that keeps you completely confused. And you're stuck with the two opposing thoughts of do I believe this or do I believe that? Do I believe his words or do I believe his actions? Do I make this decision and have him yell at me or do I make this decision and have him give me the silent treatment? Like, which do I actually do? And you're stuck in the middle and you're not sure what to do. There's probably a lot of you watching this today that you start to realize and identify that you feel like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. There's nothing that you can do that's going to help. Everything you do, everything you change ends up coming back to it being your fault. It ends up coming back to being something that you did wrong. This aspect of cognitive dissonance is part of the the solidifying piece of the trauma bond. And it's hard to break because it locks you in. It locks you into this piece of the trauma bond of like, I don't know what to choose. And so you then continue to stay and build that trauma bond with that person. If you want to work on breaking that trauma bond, go to escapetoxicity.com. Because this cognitive dissonance piece is hard to be able to break down just in one video to help you understand. Because it's those two opposing thoughts. What it does is it enables oftentimes this like addiction piece to continue moving forward. Because maybe something will happen. Maybe something will change. You're left in this limbo land and you're not able to leave. Because you're like, I don't know which to actually choose. I want you to consider really quick this other aspect of cognitive dissonance. Because it's these two opposing thoughts. Let's break it down a different way. As a narcissist looks at you, he says, I love you, and then slaps you in the face. Then I love you, and then slaps you in the face. Then I love you, and then slaps you in the face. Then I love you, and slaps you in the face. And this is happening over and over and over, mentally, emotionally, even physically in the relationship. And you're like, yeah, that is two opposing thoughts, completely two different things. However, when we're talking about a romantic and an abusive relationship and how this plays out, where one person says, I love you, but then their actions demonstrate the exact opposite by slapping you in the face, it starts to paint a picture and it starts to tell you three different things. The first thing it starts to tell you is that this, what is being demonstrated in this moment is actually love. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The hard part is sometimes you believe it based on your upbringing. Maybe you were brought up in a household that that was what love looked like. It looked abusive. It looked like screaming. It looked like getting upset. It looked like stonewalling the other person. Like There is many things that get you to a place where you're in a toxic narcissistic relationship and you're like, I didn't know any different. This is what I grew up with. This is how life has been. So that first aspect is it's demonstrated to you to make you think this is love. 
The second aspect is this idea of this is all that you are worth. Showing you that this is the maximum amount of love, care, affection, respect you're going to get from that person and also from the next person. So it doesn't matter what you do. This is just all you're worth. Your value is tied up in that. Where he looks at you and says, I love you, and then slaps you in the face. It makes you feel like you're not worth anything. And it keeps you in this loop. The third one is this aspect of this is just the price I have to pay. It's just a communication issue. It's just something that we're struggling with in this moment. He's just going through a hard time. It'll, it'll pass. It'll get to the place that it will be okay. And you normally keep going through life thinking you're just going on this toll road and you're having to pay these tolls time and time and time again, but the destination will eventually be there. And so you keep holding on thinking, hey, this abusive nature will eventually pass. Once we get married, once we have a kid, once the kids are graduated, like all this stuff happens and you get to the place thinking like maybe it'll get better and it never does. Because the whole aspect of cognitive dissonance is leaving you in limbo land so you are inept to make any decisions and any moves moving forward. So you start to think of those two opposing thoughts. Either this is love, this is all that you're worth, or this is the price that you have to pay in order to get love, in order to achieve that, in order to finally get to that place. You see, cognitive dissonance leaves you paralyzed. It leaves you paralyzed in fear of not knowing what to do. And this is the piece that we talk about with fog, the fear, the obligation, the guilt that leaves you stuck with a narcissist. For those of you today, like watching this, you might be at the place where you're just like, I don't know what to believe. That's what we try to walk people through on a daily basis, helping them find clarity in their life because you don't know what to believe. You don't know what's true. You don't know if you're the toxic person. You don't know if you're the one that's actually causing him to cheat, that's causing him to be abusive. Like those different thoughts are playing through your head based on the stories you tell yourself from your parents, from your upbringing, from your religion to your previous partners. All those things are making up different aspects of your life that you're left in a place thinking, I don't know what to do. And that's what we find a lot of times when people are struggling with this piece of cognitive dissonance that leaves them locked into a toxic and a narcissistic relationship. They feel lost, they feel confused, and they feel stuck. Sometimes you're at the place where you feel guilty for the thought of leaving or even like being at the place of saying like, I don't think I can leave. I think I have to stay. I'm obligated to stay for the kids or I'm obligated to stay because he says he's finally changing for the 30th time. Like, I think I need to stick around. And you're left in that limbo just going through the motions because you're not able to view the truth. And you're lost in the fog of the person's words. You're lost in the fog of what they're showing you, but then what is actually happening behind closed doors is completely different. How they're appearing to everyone in public, their friends, their family, their church, and then how it actually is going down at home. This cognitive dissonance will leave you paralyzed and leave you stuck longer than what you ever want to be stuck. And you'll feel like you want to get out. You'll feel like this isn't right. And from time to time, you'll almost have the idea to leave. You almost have the idea to move forward, but then you don't. Because of the fear, because of the obligation, because of the guilt, because of those aspects that this is love, this is all that you're worth, and this is the price that you have to pay. You'll continue to sell yourself a different story, a different version of reality to cope and to make it through. You can be at the place where you're broken and you're not sure how to be able to get out. 
We've been working for a while now to define a process to get you free, to have you get to the place that you have a clarity in your mind that no one else can be able to step upon or be able to shove down. For you to be able to understand what is actually true in the situation. This doesn't mean I'm pushing an agenda of you to leave or you to stay with that person. It means I'm pushing an agenda of you understanding truth and then you making the decision. Giving you the tools to be able to help you move forward in life in a place of clarity and truthfulness of saying, this is what I believe. This is the direction I'm going and I'm no longer letting toxic people hold me down. It's time for you to break free and be able to move forward. Go to escapetoxicity.com today. Be able to check out the program we have. It's a seven-day challenge. It's small. It's easy. It's bite-sized chunks to start off your process. Once you go through that, then we can start moving forward in your healing journey because this is the step forward to get clear and to get free.